Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hi. Hello. Hello. She didn't believe me that I was actually starting to record. She always does that. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> no. I don't know. And then I feel like she hits the wrong button sometimes while I'm singing and stuff because I was just doing a really good rendition of I just called I just to called say, to say, I, say love I love you, you. Mm -hmm. I did and I sometimes I hit the play button instead of the record button and we'll talk for like 10 <laughs> minutes and then we have to start all over we're not professionals <laughs> this is an amateur podcast mm. and it's called just the worst brought to you by Sesame Street and we welcome you Welcome to Just the Worst. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 390. <laughs> We've this been is, going at this a yep, long, this long time. This is the year time. 2052. <laughs> we live on Mars now. Someone assassinated Trump, so that was good. Oh, now we're on another watch oh, list. God damn it. We're on all the watch lists. Stop it. But now we're on the good one. The Where Secret Service gonna, watch list? Yeah, they're going to take us and train us now. Oh, that's You know what? I don't understand. You know how the throwing of blood onto fur coats was like a thing yeah. for a minute? And then or paint. people threw a flower onto people, I feel like, for a hot minute. For what? I don't know. But I just want someone to throw a bucket of water on Trump's head. And I don't know why no one mm. has been able to do this yet. I just want to see what his hair is like. Because they can't get close enough to the president. I know, but that's just because people try to shoot got to figure it out. But you saw the the um, video oh, yeah. of the which airplane. just raised more questions. He's completely bald back there. He seems to be bald everywhere. He's so like, I don't understand how this whole like candy floss thing is happening on his head. <laughs> He's like Skeletor. It's so creepy. But yes. Oh yeah. It really is. Yeah. But I really I need a I need to know. Hmm. And maybe ask Ivanka. Maybe send her a Twitter. Does he ever swim? Can Sit. we get someone to like snap a pic out of the shower? Or something? He's in Florida all the time. He's got to go to the beach. He must, right? Yeah. Maybe. Someone, someone work on that. He's probably pretty self conscious about the hair. Oh, you think? Yeah, I would think probably. That just a. That's little. it. That's the only thing he's self conscious about. It's true. That is true. It uh, is. Yeah. Um. So what's new? What's going on? What's happening? I'm getting ready to go to Kansas City this no oh, oh. I just got back from Kansas City <laughs> depending on <laughs> yeah um I will tell you all I know about we're it. we're breaking down the fourth wall or whatever that's called but we actually record the podcast before the podcast comes to your ears I'm pretty sure people know that oh okay like so, this isn't live <laughs> I'm pretty sure no <laughs> you guys can't call in <laughs> There's nobody here at the time that this is actually playing. Well, no, Val might be here because oh, it comes here. out on I'm Sunday. I'm definitely sleeping. Probably yeah. drunk. <laughs> on so a Sunday call, morning. Call away. <laughs> she won't answer. Uh, yeah, so I have to get through a few more days of work. And then I remembered that Monday is a holiday. Oh. Right? Which is pretty exciting. So we have that day off. We got that going so for I can us, recover, which is nice. Recover from all my partying in Kansas City. As you know how I'm going to go to nuts. You're going to be so nuts. caffeinated. <laughs> all gonna, the Red Bull. You're going to be vaping your face right. off. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so exciting. My anxiety will go to all new heights. It'll be amazing. But you're going to have a, no, a blast. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have much. Though I still have been like randomly wanting to break into tears when anybody asks me for anything. 
So, so clearly I haven't stabilized 100%. They have like an anti-breakdown vape pen we could get you. I think it's CBD oil is what oh, it is. Oh, but you won't do it. I won't do it. Yeah. I'm really scared to uh, approach any emotional problem I have with an outside fix like that like that's interesting but that that you'd rather just deal with the emotional consequences yeah that's why you're a stronger person than i well i just know what happens when i start to rely on substances to make me feel better that's true and it's never good yeah so i figured i would try to suffer if it doesn't ever get better then i might eventually do that because i've heard that there's cbd oil that has like Oh, yeah. No THC in it, right? That it just has some you other medicinal yeah, you feel properties. No trippy yeah, because I don't like the trippy trips. I I've had like, like one, either. probably good high in the last like six months, to where I just sat on Instagram and was like crying, laughing at everything. <laughs> just video after video. I think it was mostly like kids getting hurt. Yeah, right. Kids getting like, hurt is And I actually great. thought I got a workout because my stomach hurt so bad that I was like, this definitely counts as that. <laughs> have gone to the gym yesterday. And then I woke up and I was not sore. But oh, oh. God, it was the best night. But I, I don't ever really hit that sweet spot. I'm either like, oh, I don't really feel anything. And then I, it's me. And then you wake 4 up. 4 a.m. <laughs> I can feel my heart in my ears. What's going on? Yeah. Can yeah, you die from weed? <laughs> Google it. Oh, you yeah. Know, when I used to smoke pot, you couldn't Google a damn thing. I you know. just had to sit through just it and hope you survived. It. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody to call. I had uh, one friend that um, anytime he did cocaine, insisted he was having a heart attack and needed to go to the hospital, and he did cocaine almost every day. Oh, my God. What a horrible person. Oh, God. It was just so obnoxious. And we'd all be sitting there just looking. I'm like, dude, you're fine. Just get but him, like, somewhere a along the line, phone. some doctor... We didn't have cell phones back then. Oh, this was yeah. a long ass time ago. And some doctor had told him somewhere along the line that he had a heart murmur. So he was oh, convinced God. he was always having heart attacks. We, it was the most annoying thing ever. Insane. No, we had a friend in college who, and this is not totally related, but he was he had such a fucking temper when he would play video games that we had to get him a separate controller so that when he got really, really mad, we'd just slip in the fake controller so he could throw it and break it. Oh, my God. Because he broke so many regular controllers. Wow. So I was going to say you should give your friend, like, a fake phone to be like, 911, oh. we're on our way, just breathe. <laughs> yeah, right. Just have your friend on the other end. 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> oh, hi, Oh, Dave. you again. <laughs> yeah. Just Won't do him any good. Out. He's actually dead now, but... Dear. Happy ending to that story. Oh, I have a lot of stories that end like that. Oh no, but he's starts. dead now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> My first drug dealer also passed away. They do that sometimes. I know. Yeah, it's weird. It's a it's a tough business. Yeah, it's it's like a liability for the, yeah. the job. Drugs also are liability. Like they're it's pretty easy to. I just, I think we covered last. I feel episode, like we have talked about this. Couple before. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm lucky to be alive. Not because of drugs, but mostly because I wander around when I'm drunk. and I'm amazed I haven't been abducted yet. Yeah, well. Which is why I really want to go to like... They look at you and they're like, yeah, not worth the trouble. No, I would get in a van and a heartbeat. I know, but then you would just be, you know, yeah. really drunk. And no, because I really want to go to the Philippines. I really want to go to all those beaches and do go to exotic places. But I'm like, I will die. Oh, well, you could just try to curb that. Yeah, well, come on. I mean, we could really shoot for the stars. 
I don't. I'm not there <laughs> yet. You're not there yet. I don't. Is that what you said? I, no, I don't have the mental fortitude <laughs> to be like, you know what? Maybe I should not have this next drink. Oh, or just not drink at all. No, it's no. I'm like on the cusp of <laughs> just a full blown intervention <laughs> on air live. Right, it's about to happen. <laughs> no, I appreciate that people have found that well of strength within themselves to quit because they know that it's just bad but i'm still the like well let's just see how this goes see how far (laughs) down we can go down this path before well that's part of it you know is going down as far as you can tolerate yeah i mean for most people that's what they do i think for me i got out before i found the end um, of that path just because of your bottom as they say yeah i mean because I got sober so young yeah. and I think I was just presented with an opportunity in a way that I could hear at that time that I didn't have to go down to the very yeah, bottom nice. of it, which was great. Yeah. I mean, and I also feel like <laughs> I always say it was very funny when I went into rehab and they wouldn't let you out. And I was always like, just appearances were very important in my family, right? Like mm. make it look like it's okay. Even yeah. if it's not, don't talk about it. And so I went in thinking like, well, if I just do what they tell me and just don't actually ever think like they want me to, then I'll get out of here in like 30 days. It'll be great. Right. No problem. You make it. Just fake it. Don't make it. That's the idea. (laughs) That was my thinking at the time. Money well spent. And I started doing all the stuff they told me to do and it fucking worked. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I actually like living this way. This is much better. Mm. So I totally got tricked into it. But that's but it worked. It worked. Great. It was awesome. My life is much better than it would have been otherwise. Yeah, if I could be less chubby, that's my number one, which is terrible. They don't go together very well. Well, you lose weight when you stop drinking. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, everyone's like, you know, you could lose like twenty pounds. You just didn't drink <laughs> all those extra calories. Of wine a night, and I'm like, mm, what a price to pay, though. <laughs> not worth it. Then I have nothing to look forward to. That's pretty sad. But... That is not true either. But then I'm excited about what I'm going to have for dinner. Oh, it's one or the other. So they're all vices. I'm good at vices. Dinner is not a vice. It's well, just what I dinner. Like. No, who was I talking to the other day that was like, it's not a meal unless I'm completely full to where I hate myself. Oh, yeah. Like Thanksgiving. Otherwise, every day. it's a snack. <laughs> like, I want to be full. I like to be full yeah. of food. Yeah. Like, I'm, every time I go on a diet, I Google, like, what can I eat the most of so that I'm uncomfortably full? You're because like rice crackers all day long. Basically. Yeah. Cauliflower. Cauliflower is so good, though. It mm. is. I love it. So tasty. Yeah. I love so. that. Very versatile. <laughs> you can do so much Let's with do it. Let's do it. We are sponsored by cauliflower. <laughs> Blue apron. It's <laughs> a better way to cook. <laughs> Never. It's never going to happen. I can't hear one of those commercials ever again, much well, less in my own voice. I don't know if I'm, am I supposed to like Tommy John's or MeUndies? <sighs> so I don't know anymore. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Tell me. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, speaking of um, liver damage. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say underpants. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. close. Yeah. Let's talk about underpants. Let's talk about damaged organs oh let's yeah it's a super exciting topic and it's it i actually do this well i used to when i ran we would do this relay every year it's called the oh yeah, yeah. Gate relay right and so it's 12 people 200 miles over about 30 hours and uh super fun did it every year and it raised money and awareness for people who needed organ Organs. transplantation 
Transplations. Transplations. <laughs> it's, what it's, was that other word? It's that you... more advanced than a transplant. Blood sanguinosanguinite. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. Um, so we were trying to, we would always, you know, we would raise awareness for people needing organs. Transplants. Just organs. Thank you. <laughs> Just new organs. <laughs> and there's a lot. So right now there's 115,000 plus people about, yeah. Um, needing a life-saving organ transplant, and of those, where in the United States? Oh, I and would have thought this is all organs, more. though. Um, all organs, all yeah, the time. all organs, all the time. And seventy-four thousand eight hundred and five of those people are actively waiting, mm. so they're on the emergency. This is needs to happen soon mm. list. Um, transpose that with the fact that there were 2,853 transplants actually performed in the last year. So oh, there's a big a gap. Tiny amount. Yeah. And every 10 minutes, someone is added to the national transplant waiting list. And a, pretty much every day, about 20 people die Ugh. because they need one. So there's clearly um, a big problem with that. It's like uh, you've talked about before, like our, we're progressing too rapidly. Yes. So, like, we figured out how to transplant all this stuff, but we don't Before have we a way of... What the fuck to do, yeah. And, or how to get them in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a huge organ shortage. And that's globally, but those those other numbers are just the U.S. And it's mostly kidneys. And it's, the kidneys seem to be the number one thing what that else? people need. Because you can do heart, liver, lungs, parts of liver. We well, can't heart. do a heart transplant once you're... Dead. Right. Well, yes. Right. We'll but get I'm to saying, that. Well, yeah, but I'm thinking... <laughs> Yeah, you can do part of a liver, you can do a kidney, you can do um, bone marrow. Right. Um, I think that's it for the, maybe a lung. I don't know if they would take a lung, because lungs, I, don't seem, feel like I think I've you get a of set of much. lungs. I don't know if you ever get one lung. Yeah. I don't know if you could live with one lung. But sometimes it's pretty dangerous to live with one kidney, too. I mean, you're giving up a lot by giving up a kidney. I believe uh, it. So most people get, you know, the ideas you can, particularly with kidneys and livers and that kind of thing, is you can get a family friend or a family member right. who has your blood type and who has a has a, um, a friendly organ, so to speak. I don't know what the a word is. Friendly yeah. organ. It's a compatible. Thank you. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, and that's called altruistic donation. Um, Globally, kidney transplantation from unrelated living donors is considered a major donor source. So there's just a lack of kidneys, and there's a lot of people who need them. Oh, um, yeah. And the main reason for the expansion of unrelated living donors is that there's a lot of poor people in the world, and they desperately need money. So oh, so that's why they give them. They organs. they sell them. They don't oh. give them. Well, yes. <laughs> Sometimes they end up giving them without intending to. <laughs> Uh, Shit. Just, yeah. So. I got my kidney. <laughs> Damn it. So that's led to a couple of different things. One of the the first thing I looked at was um, transplant tourism, oh. which is when people from here, from other developed nations, go to a place that's very poor, and they purchase an organ from somebody there, horrible. and they get the surgery done there. And it's super illegal too. But there's like all kinds of ways around it. I feel like that's definitely a Black Mirror episode. It could be. I only watched the first episode of the first season, and I was like, oh, Jesus. That oh. made me kind of feel dirty for about a week and a half. Oh, the pig one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, mm -mm, I didn't mm. like it. Oh, it just gets better. I know. People said that's, like, really the worst one. Mm. 
as far as, as, far like, as yeah, feeling like, like gross that. Out yeah. Content. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's uh, what they get you. <laughs> they, I've got to see more. <laughs> Tell me. They know us so well. I mean, for our theme here, I feel like you should be watching all of them. I know. They're all the worst. I think I prefer to read about it. Actually watching it and seeing people's expressions and stuff like makes me very uncomfortable. Like I was saying about watching a stressful movie the other night. When I look at it, it really wasn't stressful at all. But it was just like, it was totally stressing me out. It's like, I can't so watch it. you stress it. yourself out more thinking about how stressful it might be. Probably. Hmm. But I was just like, this guy's totally getting played. I can't take it. <laughs> I can't watch this. Ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I am sort of ridiculous. I am uh in an adorable way. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh where was I? Okay, so transplant tourism refers to patients traveling across borders to be transplanted to have transplants done elsewhere. Right. Um they tend to travel either because it's not available in their home country, um, or if the facilities are inadequate in their homeland. So like this can also be the case in like let's say you live in Qatar or Qatar. Sorry. Cutter, cutter, mm -hmm. um, and you can't get a transplant. You might go to Iraq and get it done because right. there's poor people in Iraq. We'll sell you one. I don't. I think it's against the Islam, the Muslim faith, though, to even get one. I know it is to give one away. Probably. Um, so it takes place in two different situations: one in very well-developed countries with long waiting lists, and two in underdeveloped countries with no prohibitory regulations for buying and selling the kidney. Mm. But the people are indigent. And have to make money by selling their organs. Um, and money seems to... God, it seems like in everything I talk about, money <laughs> plays a huge role in this kind of total unfairness of the world. You <laughs> really are becoming a socialist. I am a total... So I don't know when this happened. <laughs> My poor father will be turning over in his sleep because he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to not sleep well. I grew night. up with a dad that had literally a shrine to Ronald Reagan in his office. Oh, he sure. loved Ronnie. Oh, oh boy. You should see my parents. Yeah, house. they would get along great. Mm -hmm. um, so just was looking at the money a little bit, and I immediately thought about, like, David Crosby when he got his, uh, I think he got a liver transplant, and Steve Jobs, who also got a liver transplant. Did they do him shady? Well, so I'm not sure about what happened with David Crosby. So generally speaking, if you fucked up your own liver, you're pretty low on the list because yeah. – you he had hepatitis trusted. C, he drank a ton, he did a ton of drugs, so he ruined his own liver. And I think their thinking is, well, you're just going to ruin another fucking liver. Yeah. But he got one. Phil Collins paid for his liver for some reason. Whoa. I don't know why he did that. Six degrees of <laughs> liver transplant. <laughs> um, but he, you know, at the time there was a lot of questions about if his celebrity status helped push him to the top of the list because normally he wouldn't have because of the drug and alcohol right. issues. So um, he did get a, a transplant in 1994. And then I saw this great follow-up article about him that in 2016, which was two years ago, mm. um, for all of you listening and many, in many years in the future, yeah. uh, he had agreed he settled out of court paying $3 million settlement to um, a jogger that he ran Whoa. into in his car while he was intoxicated. Oh. Yeah. Um so it sounds like so he was drunk again with the new right, liver. Yeah, nice. yeah. So it sounds like he's well on his way to ruining the next liver. And meanwhile, there's Which the is... Crosby Memorial Wing of some <laughs> hospital somewhere. Right. <laughs> that Phil Collins financed. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what happened with that one. I really couldn't find much other than that it was very controversial at the time. Right. Um, 
And then, so then I wanted to look at Steve Jobs because I remember hearing about that when he got his liver transplant. Like he's so sick already. He got on the list and then it was like he got a liver transplant a couple months later, which is unheard of, right? Like people are on these lists for years and years and years. Um, so I looked into that a little bit and, and again, it came up like, is he cutting the line? He's got a ton of money. And, and the reason that rich people can get organs faster than regular people is because of the way the whole system is set up in the U S in that, um, there's a national registry and then they have like different lists at different hospitals that provide the service. And the more of those lists that you can be on, the faster you'll probably find a good match. Okay. And if you're very wealthy, you can afford to fly anywhere Ooh, in the world yeah. you can be really the fast. List. Right. Yeah. So you can take a private jet wherever you need to be in a few hours oh. to get the surgery where most people can't afford to do things like that. So they, they can only get on one or two lists, whereas Steve Jobs can be like, fuck it, put me on all the lists. So oh. he ended up going to Tennessee and getting his liver when he when he got the transplant Ooh. because that's where it showed up. Um now, does someone have to give you their whole liver? Or can they do, I feel like. I think this is from part of dead liver. people. I think these are mostly getting a whole okay. liver. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I thought so too, because they regenerate. Right? Yeah, they're just kind of like sponges. But I think this was. <laughs> Essentially, I mean. <laughs> it's really their function. You heard it here first. <laughs> I am a, not a scientist. <laughs> I am a doctor. I, am, I find your claim dubious. <laughs> So that's probably how he ended up getting his liver so fast is that he could just get on all the lists and he could get anywhere he needed to be. Um, So, yeah, that's that's basically what they said, Um, which is basically it is cutting the line, but it's cutting a multiple lines to be able to figure out where you can get your um, your organ that you need. And then the other thing is insurance. So and sometimes insurance will just not cover certain lists. So they'll be like, you can be on the list for this and this place those are the two places that we cover surgeries if you're steve jobs you can just say i'll pay cash no problem pay you an iphone i don't care about pay you an iphone yeah um so there's some insurance companies that will even like only cover lists that they actually own the facilities of like it's just so shady shady. the more i learn about the world dude seriously i just yeah all the evils come from people wanting money. It's really, yeah, that's why I'm becoming such like a... New I don't really think socialism will work either. I more just like to bitch about the fact that the system we have doesn't work. I, I don't, don't have an idea. I don't have an idea for <laughs> a better one. Like <laughs> I just see the flaws in what is, and I'm really good at pointing those out. Oh, I'm great at that. Not so good at figuring out how to solve it, the problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm on board. Okay, thank yeah. you. I mean, we could I'm go to like about other people too. communes and things. I saw a great onion post today that said, crowd hates area man. <laughs> I was like, that's so perfect. It's pretty true. I love the onion. I do too. Um, so then I started thinking more about money and transplant tourism and stuff. And one of the places I'd always heard about was China. It was a huge, huge transport. Uh, transplant. Weren't we talking about diction and enunciation earlier? I'm having a hard time with that. Words are hard. Words are hard. Uh, So You've been hitting that caffeine vape too much. (laughs) It's making you slur. So China has, for, well, I guess in the last couple years, they're claiming that they've changed their ways. (laughs) But they really promoted 
tourism for organ transplants. We have organs. Come yeah. Here. Well, what they had was a lot of people on death row. <gasps> so they would basically. Jesus yeah. And they had, they would use the organs Heartless. from the people they executed without getting permission Heartless. from the family, without anything else. And just sell the organs basically to people and it helped finance their military and it helped pay for private hospitals. And so people would go there. But basically I'm beside myself. So basically if you're going to China for an organ, you're basically saying, Go ahead and kill one of those people. Because I, I need an organ. God. We need like a yeah. super pro China episode. <laughs> <laughs> there's gotta be something good happening. Please, there. people. There's gotta be. Uh, so there's evidence about forced organ harvesting in China on prisoners of conscience has mounted ever since um, there's there's an investigative report in 2006. So there's this group of people called the Falun Gong. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. It sounds but they're this like protest group in China. They protest there. They protest here. They're trying to get. <laughs> they protest. Everywhere. They just protest. <laughs> but so they're clearly a minority. They're not really liked by China. And so they're put in there, they fill the vast majority of the prisons. Um, and this report the into protesters too? the Falun Gong people. Jesus. Yeah. And so they, the, this report in 2006 concluded that the vast majority of the victim pool for the transplants came from this group and oh, not from whoa. death row prisoners, but from actual like conscientious <laughs> objectors that lived in China. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cold. So um, I there's one quote I, I saw was that the world has never seen more horrific and barbaric crime as the Chinese Communist Party has committed against the Falun Gong. But not just Falun Gong, the, Yur the Uyghurs, the Christians, and Tibetans have all been organ harvested while they are alive, unwilling, and between 20 and 40 years <laughs> old Christ. in the primes of their life. Oh. Yeah. So no, thank you. they, uh, according to the GAFOH, which I did not write down what organization that was, approximately 65,000 people have been murdered in order to... Um, just in China. Yeah, just to support the transplant program Holy that they balls. had going on. Um, That's crazy. That's, yeah. Yeah, and in July of 2015... After nine years of investigation, it was concluded that the Chinese Communist Party, led by its former head, Jiang Zemin, has utilized China's entire state apparatus to harvest organs from living Falun Gong practitioners as part of Jiang's campaign to physically destroy them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's how they, they deal with fucking around. objectors in China. Yeah. So just realize, like, it's so interesting because y you might go and do this thinking, like, oh, well, they, you know... This makes sense. I I want to stay alive, but you're not only like it's not somebody who's necessarily no, done something to go on death row. It's just like you. straight pulling somebody out of prison. Hey, and being cool. Like, <laughs> we wanted a reason to kill this guy. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, give us ten minutes. Oh boy. So then, after I looked at that, I looked at organ purchasing. So that's similar in nature to travel tourism and going somewhere because they're clearly paying the Chinese government for the organs. But this is more small-scale, <laughs> grassroots efforts at purchasing organs. More artisanal organs, <laughs> yes, if you will. <laughs> right. So, because, and kidneys, again, are super high demand. Um, and people have two. So they can technically live, sell live. one yeah. and stay alive. Though, God help them if anything bad happens to that liver. Mm -hmm. um, the other interesting thing is you can get your kidney transplanted. 
but you'll often need another one before the end of your life because your system just is such that it's not going to keep it well, alive and healthy silly. forever. So that people seems, might get more than one kidney transplant. counterproductive. <laughs> well, it just gets to the point, like, you know, people, sometimes we are going to die. Like, we're going to die. We can't stay alive yeah, forever. Mortality's a thing. Sometimes... <laughs> I'm just like, how hard are we going to try to make this happen? What are you doing with your life that you need to be alive that much? Yeah. Well, I was watching this um, documentary. Yeah. And there was the guy, This there was this guy who was like, you know, investor, like kind of well-to-do dude oh, who was living, I think he lived forever. in Austin or somewhere. And he went to India and he got a kidney from somebody and he was like, the guy was poor. He needed the money. It was a great Ugh. situation for both of us. Like he needed <laughs> to get out of debt. And he basically said something to the effect of um, this guy's family was in slavery because they owed money. And oh, I'm sure. so I gave him the money to get his family out of slavery. Because he gave me a fucking kidney. And I happened to get one of his vital organs. Yeah. Oh, great. It's like, wow, you really win, are win. so altruistic. That's great. <laughs> um, but, and he insisted, so he gave the guy $3,000. He went to Pakistan. A whole $3,000? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He went to Pakistan, got the surgery. Um, and this was right before it became, it's now illegal in Pakistan to sell your kidneys. Oh, um he sold his, he bought a kidney for $3,000 from a poor farmer. Jesus and this is the guy's second transplant so he's one of those guys and he likes to ride his bike and he likes to be active and he wants to be oh, alive and he thinks and he was very hat. clearly like no clearly my life is more important than other i mean it just he came <sighs> off not very great yep. um the first one he got was from his sister so i guess he couldn't have her other one Fuck yeah that. uh he insisted that it was a fair trade that he gave the farmer the opportunity to get his family out of a slavery situation um and he said, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. There's a market for kidneys in the world because he's a, he's a business dude, he's right? Like where there's a need, there will be somebody filling the need. Um, <sighs> Moral or not. If you wait correctly, if you wait on the list, it can take years. Um, kidney disease is ever increasing. Like I think I said something like 10 people are added to the list every day that the need kidneys. are for poor people. And dialysis really sucks. So if you're living your life on dialysis, it, it apparently it, it lowers your life expectancy between five and ten years, and it's just really hard. Like you have to just sit there and let pleasant. your system get cleaned out. You know, however many times a week you need to do mm -hmm. it. Um, so sometimes, so sometimes people just go buy a kidney for three thousand dollars, which in Bangladesh is probably or Pakistan is probably a lot of money, but. But God, it should be worth a little more. You should not only get his family out of slavery, you should buy them a home and a car and a... A hundred percent. Yeah. Put the kids through college. Help, yes. them, move, help them move out of Pakistan. <laughs> Whatever they need. Um, so, but right now the most popular place to get a kidney is in Bangladesh. Oh, cool. Which is one of the poorest places in the world. Sweet. There are 47 million people in Bangladesh that live on less than $2 a day. Whoa. And if they, they went to some villages and there are literally signs in the villages, like big ass signs all over like the downtown village area, right. which was very huts and right. yeah, um, that say that people caught selling their kidneys will face jail time and a fine. Oh, I feel so there's like, like don't this. sell your kidney signs all over the place. Yeah. Uh, people did not want to talk about it. It was clearly happening. And there were certain villages where it was happening a lot. And what would happen is that they would... Basically, the way the market works is that somebody will convince somebody to sell a kidney, and then they will do it. They'll get some money, and then 
they'll be like, hey, it's nice having money. And then they'll go and convince other people to do it because oh. then they get a cut. So it's a pyramid. It's like it's an Amway. Yeah, it's kind of like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> like um, so K. once they get one person in the village to do it, they can kind of, they have a new recruiter, That's... so to speak, to get more people doing it. But people, they, you know, they keep it pretty quiet. They don't want to get arrested. Hmm. Uh, one guy had said he sold his kidney for $6,000. Whoa. And, and he said it allowed him to buy a taxi, which helped him earn a living. Nice. It helped him send his kids to school. It helped him in a lot of ways, but he said he would never do it again. Um, oh. Because now his now his village is saying that his kids will never find anyone to marry. Nobody will let them, their kids Why? marry him. Because he was ruined. He's disgraced the village by selling his kidney. He's shunned by the community. Rude. They okay, see him now as I'm greedy. Not on board with the boar people. If they're gonna be assholes. Yeah, well, they think he's greedy now, and that he's like that's ruined him. That he's. I know. There's so much wrong with this. I know, so and it's levels. against Islam to do it. It brings shame to the country, and it's crazy because when they look at some of these guys' scars, it's not like a nice surgical scar. Oh. It's like we're gonna take a piece of glass to your side, cut you wide open pull out your kidney and then just kind of stitch you back well, together. Well, that's like the urban legend, right? About yeah. waking up in a bathtub in Mexico. I did read some of those. I And I didn't get into the trafficking thing hardly at all because that's a whole other yeah. deal. Hours I mean, yeah. and that's like where they're like livestock, like we're transporting people to act as human incubators for the organs. You <sighs> I mean, that gets fucking crazy. It's, it gets way worse than waking up in a bathtub missing a kidney. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of times what happens to these people too is – they're very poor. They make an agreement. It's a handshake deal. There's yeah. no legal paperwork. There's no anything. They get their kidneys taken out. And instead of getting the $6,000 and the dream of a better life that they've been promised, they get a thousand bucks. And they'll be like, where's the rest of my money? And they'll be like, what are you talking Too about? The rest of your money? Yeah, I'm sorry. Kid. There's my cut. There's a the hospital cut. There's this cut. And you <sighs> didn't really get all that. So, God, um, yeah, it's terrible. And so sometimes those people, again, will be forced to kind of go back and try to get other people because then they can get a cut out of it. It's just this whole big... I mean, mm. Extreme poverty leads to really bad things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just horrible decisions. Yeah. And yeah. especially if it's... Especially when it's combined with extreme wealth. Like, it seems like those villages that are out in the middle of the Amazon that nobody's ever heard, they're fine. They're just yeah. doing their thing. It's they just once it's better. confronted with wealth, then all kinds of hell breaks loose. Um so there's a lot of brokers in the city of Dhaka, which is the biggest place in Bangladesh to get your kidney. Get your organ on. <clears throat> get your organ on. Um, uh, but I guess what happened, so they made it illegal in Bangladesh. So then a lot of people started moving their their uh, deals to Bobby. India. Yeah. No, well, they're just their whole organizations <laughs> their organ. to India. So in Calcutta... That's a major medical hub. It has 18 private hospitals. It's super cheap compared to America to get a medical procedure done. Um, and they have video of like the brokers and the doctors basically working together. It's illegal in India, but the doctors will be like, here's what you need to do. You can totally go find a broker and this is how you're going to get around the paperwork and this is what you're going to do. Oh. And they'll be like, you know, they had the the journalists like, but is that legal? And they're like, well, what other option do you have? Oh. You know, like if you need a kidney for your aunt... This is what you're going to have to do. Jesus Come back when you have the paperwork, you know, and then they don't really check it. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Um, it's also happening in Baghdad. Mm -hmm. uh, so about 22% of Iraq's population live in abject poverty. Mm. Uh, gangs offering up to 10,000 
dollars or seven thousand, whatever their money is. That's <laughs> crazy, crazy, good, crazy sign. Good <laughs> hey, this was about organs, not 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 money. currency. This is not about no. money. This is not about currencies. It's about money, but. <laughs> Um, this is not about facts. I could have just left it out altogether and said $10,000. Yeah. Uh, they have been increasingly targeting the country's poor. So now it's a new hub for the Middle East. Um, the authorities are not prepared to fight it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing like an unemployed father who does not have any source of income to cater to his children. He sacrifices no, himself. Um, and then they have the, the, what happens is if they get busted, they go to jail. Oh, the the worst sentence they can get is a death sentence, which is like, really? That's kind of ironic. You're going to kill somebody because they sold their kidney to feed their children? Like, <laughs> that mm, sounds... Let's take another look at this. Mm, yeah, it's pretty easy to identify the paper, or to forge the papers. Uh, so there's a, they talked to one guy who was in prison for organ trafficking. So he was one of the brokers, basically. Mm. And he said, in the beginning, I didn't feel guilty. He's a father of two. He needed to take care of his kids. Yeah. Um, and he said, I used to look at it as a humanitarian cause, but after a few months, I started to questioning the morality, yeah. mostly because of the miserable conditions of the organ sellers. It broke my heart seeing young people doing this for money. No. So um, there's a, God, there was a story of this woman who, like, her and her husband, her husband was ill. I think this was in, um, I think it was in Iraq as well. And she was considering selling one of her organs because her husband had been ill for years. She'd been the primary breadwinner, but then she got ill and she couldn't do it. And they had kids and she didn't know what else to do. So she was considering selling her organ, her kidney. They went to the doctor. She was ineligible because she was also not super healthy. Mm. So then they started thinking about selling their nine-year-old son's kidney because they oh. didn't know what the fuck else to do. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the kind of desperation that's happening in the world. And like, I mean, and then they were like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, and they backed out and they didn't do it. But she said it just still breaks her heart that she even yeah. thought about doing something well, like that. Well, then there's family that is kind of unrelated. But families that will have another child because their existing child needs bone marrow. Oh, yeah. Or... Like my sister's keeper. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, it's basically that story. Yeah. Or it was crazy. for bone marrow, I think. It's weird. Yeah. It's a whole nother episode. Could you imagine, like, that's your, your life is just... Yeah, you the find only out reason you were born, born is because to you're save just your a sister. little farm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that's thanks. creepy. Uh, and then, like, the last thing, I, I, like I said, I dipped a toe in to the trafficking thing, yeah. and then I was like, oh, fuck, this is, this is a whole other Too thing. Too much. Too many things. But there's three broad categories for organ trafficking the first uh is where traffickers force or deceive persons into giving up their organ nope. um but that's just like hey we'll pay you and then they knock you out and they don't pay you oh. um the second which is probably the most common oh this is, is where persons agree to sell their organ but then they're not paid at all oh. or, they're, or they're paid significantly less than they originally agreed upon which sounds like it happened all the time in Bangladesh. And then the third category is where vulnerable persons, including typically the poor and homeless, are treated for an ailment which may or may not exist. And as part of that treatment, their organs are removed Ooh. without their knowledge and just stolen. That's some deep shady shit. Yeah, deep shady shit. God, people are the worst. 
seriously the worst. And then like I saw, I started looking at the stories of like, oh yeah, 10 year old girl saved from um, organ trafficking ring where she was being, you know, sold off to, That's I don't know. But it makes me, it made me think like if you're a super wealthy person and your son right. is a kid yep. and he's desperately ill and this could save him, like what do you do? You probably are willing to kill like 10 other children for your oh. kid to live. It's such a crazy dilemma. Yeah. I can't even imagine being in that place. Like, yeah, because you'd want, it's yeah. like, it's almost like it's, it goes back to like, yeah, we've progressed too far too fast. We don't know what to the do with the capabilities that we have. not caught up it, with. At all. The capabilities that we have. Yeah. Because we're doing no time to adjust to that. That's crazy. It's too fast. It is too fast. <laughs> I mean, think think about all the things, how, how many hundreds of probably millions of years it took us to get to like walking upright and like this is what a kidney does, (laughs) developing like farmland and domesticating animals. Like that took so long. And then in like a 200 year span, we became industrialized and like, boom, went to the moon and now we're going to Mars and now we can like basically replace any organ in your body or your face. Yeah. The only thing we haven't done is a full head transplant, which somebody is planning. I have a couple people I'd like to sign up for that. The head transplant. (laughs) Like, what good does that do you? Unless you, I mean, who's get, does it save your whole consciousness? I don't know. I guess that's what gives I mean, you like a new... I, you could argue, you know, we need Steve to think Jobs like, head. Wait, who's getting who's getting what? Is it the body getting a new head or is it the head getting a new body? Mm. Like, it's really... I feel like you I have do thought need about to watch before. a lot more Black Mirror. I feel like... Is that is one of, like, the kind of prob- dilemmas? Yeah, I can't even place. remember all of them at this point. Yeah, so I they mean, they get into shit like that, uploading your consciousness. And... Oh, oh, I, oh, that altered carbon show does that. I haven't watched thing. that yet. It keeps getting suggested to me. Yeah, do it's, I want to watch I, it? I watched the first couple of episodes. Mm. Is anybody good in it? The guy from The Killing. In <gasps> it. Joel Kinnaman. Is that the cop? The one that, yeah, what's like the, the, the little kind of ratty speedster? Gangster. Yeah, yes, yeah, he's in it, but he looks much I different. Him. Oh, he's no, I mean, like, he is went to the gym a lot in between the killing. Well, he and was this. Robocop in the meantime. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he is interview. very, very fit. Ian and I got into this conversation. I'm like, dude, that's totally airbrushing. There's no fucking way. And he's like, no, but this is a movie. I'm like, dude, they airbrush every single goddamn frame I if they need to. They do. Is well, a thing, though. <laughs> exercise, exercise is absolutely a thing for sure and then there's also airbrushing while they're filming because they all have makeup there's they all emphasize what they need to emphasize there's sure. no just here's my regular body in a movie it doesn't fucking happen <laughs> i'm pretty sure the rock is normal i bet you anything they contour him because they I have know. to i see his videos every morning of him in the gym and he's pretty i'm not amazing. saying that they're not super fit i'm just saying in movies they make everything even more than they normally are and then if they need to they can touch up every frame of film god it's, it's like there's no way any it. of us regular people can can compete with anybody who's ever on camera it's true all that to say um but I was I read an article in like Men's Fitness and it was a, a male fitness model and he was talking about like the path to being the cover of male. He's a merman. He's <laughs> a, about it was just like what it takes to be on the cover of 
whatever men. I just said. Men's Hot fitness. men. Weekly. Yeah. And it's basically like you work out, you work out, you work out, and then you start cutting out this and you start cutting out that. And the last week you're basically like completely dehydrated well you drink a bunch i think it was something like you drink a bunch and then two days before you stop drinking anything and then you completely cut and then then he's like and then they airbrush you and then they take the pictures and then they touch up the pictures and you've already never looked better than you have in your life and you actually don't look like that that yeah and he's like and you don't even really look like that because that's not natural for anybody to do that on a extended basis why are we doing that (laughs) i don't know he's like so i mean even for men it's like no that's not it's not reality. It's, it's entertainment. I think that's why we do it. Because it's... But then if you look at entertainment in, like, Europe, and people look fucking normal. And it's mm. like, oh, that's a normal-looking person. And they got the role because, you know what? They can act. That's amazing. Weird. <laughs> or they actually look like a 14-year-old kid in high school. Like, 14-year-old kids in high school. Like a 25-year-old college fucking sorority girl. Not that there's anything wrong. Not that there's anything. Well, <laughs> there might be something wrong with a 25-year-old sorority yes, girl. There but, is. They're but I mean, doctors. like, I was thinking, I was thinking of the vampire diaries and oh, how yeah. like every child who was like 16, 17 years old on that show looked like they were 20. I just looked back 30. at fucking 90210. And I'm like, who fell for this? <laughs> the I original 90210? Oh yeah. They looked a lot more teenage than they do nowadays. You think? Yes. Oh, I think it's gotten progressively. I mean, not that they. Yes, they were clearly not teenagers. Regular teenagers, awkward little people. Right. I know. And you know what? We totally. I totally forget that because I watch TV, and then I'll encounter an actual like you're fourteen. Oh, I know. Jesus Christ, you look like you're nine. Like yeah. And you're all like pimply and braces and like no, but in goofy on TV they're just quippy and funny and witty Mm -hmm. and like like Rory Gilmore. I know I'm fabulous. what is it? Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's mm. one of the teeny bopper movies. Yeah, I, I read like. the book, but I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to do that to you today. Oh, yeah, I read that book. <laughs> I haven't seen the I movie. I've read so many books. I'm not into the film versions of those stories. Mm. I'd rather just read John Irving. I don't need to see the movie. Mm, you're so <laughs> sophisticated. Yeah, that's when I was like 15. I was reading John Irving's books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've been made into movies Well, now it's yet. all John Green. It is. Oh, and there's a new one coming out that looks so cute. It's not Turtles All the Way Down, is it? No, it's called Love, Simon. I think it's John Green because they were talking about um, The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Which made me cry hysterical tears. You are ridiculous. It made me so sad. (laughs) It did. Like literally like, (laughs) I don't like watching children die. Slow torturous deaths. (laughs) I didn't cry. I know. But just picture a puppy. Picture your puppy I dying know. a slow, puppy gets cancer. Death. Oh, and all he wants to do is meet his favorite author and the author's the dick. No, that part didn't make me sad at all. The Only the very, very, very end. Because it's just tragic and sad. But then did you see Baby Driver? He comes back to life and he's amazing. He was amazing in that movie. I want to watch it again because I feel like yeah. it's one of those movies where I missed a ton. So many of my friends were like, it's garbage. And it falls apart at about two thirds through the movie. And I was like, nope, I loved it the whole time. Yeah. I think, but I think there's like a lot of, uh, there's a lot more to it than I, like mostly I was just paying attention well, to the I'm fascinated to stuff. see Jamie Foxx being a bad guy because I don't think we get to see that much, do we? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. know. I'll watch John Hamm read the goddamn phone book. True. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's... With his Peaky Blinders haircut. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just triple sex me. Do it. Triple sex me. I'll do you and your brother. <laughs> Maybe you're dead. 
whoever, whole family, come on over here. Exactly. Yeah. Ham it up. <coughs> uh, I don't know how we got to movies from organ transplants, but. Well, you, you just got to go where the good Lord takes you. That's true. You do. You yeah. Know, we but, always oh. have to lighten it up at the end. We can't <laughs> Especially with like, my episodes. Where so like, everyone's dying. Hey, Bye. everybody. The world sucks. Money is <laughs> the devil. Right. <laughs> if you have any, you're a horrible person. Exactly. Give it all away. Which really, Wear sandals which really moved to a commune. It's conflicting to me because I'm like, well, I live in a really nice place and I mm. like it and I don't want to. I like my money. Can I just point out to other? I, I made a commitment though this year to give a lot more of it away. Mm. You gonna tithe? I'm gonna have to start drinking so that I can just randomly give shit away in the middle of the night. That is what I do. No, I'm not. Except I realize I only gave the equivalent of like a paycheck for the entire year. Yeah, it's. But it's, even that, I feel like I don't. No, I, I do like random, like generous gifts typically. Like, oh, you know, like something will strike me and I'll do it. So I want right. to do a much more like planned giving, picking like a my, like, thing? yeah, I want to pick like three charities. So ASPCA mm. is always going to be one. Um, and then I was thinking like a um, some sort of like Best Friends Animal Society is really good. Uh, some Their sort whole of no kill. Oh. LA. Yeah. No more homeless pets is their slogan. No, I had a friend that wanted to adopt monkey for one of his friends. And I was like, okay, you can't have monkey, but like here's literally 37 other dogs that I just found in eight minutes. Yeah. Out of the 40,000 dogs in San Francisco who need homes and are going to die. So, come on. I would almost rather do it someplace else than here. Like give the money because I feel like people here take care of their animals for them like people here are into animals they do yeah. a lot of work but there's places probably that don't oh god yeah. you know what i mean so it might be a better and then i want to do something around the military oh, so like nice. those why i want those things to be my three things you do the military dogs <laughs> two birds two birds one stone <laughs> yeah um so but i yeah i gotta figure out like a structured this is how much money goes every month period no do part it. of our budget do yeah. it i know like it. i think i would like it better too Feel better Makes you feel myself. good. Yeah. Have you seen the Friends episode where Phoebe tries to find something that's truly altruistic about charity? Oh yeah, but, but everything makes, makes her feel good. good. <laughs> it is like one of those things. Like that. Anything that's really giving actually does make you feel good, though. So it's a yeah. I mean, I so think it that's is built all in. inherently selfish. Yeah, but I think that's built into us so that we actually will engage with each other and help each other. Out. One would hope. <laughs> so if, if it felt like shit, nobody would do it. <laughs> if it weren't good, we could do a whole episode on like natural altruism yeah well, there could, are animals that do it we could do an episode on mother Teresa, who was like uh, everybody thought dick. was super good giving but no not so much i did my john lennon is a dick episode but that feels like seven years ago i know huh no we could do a gandhi one and a mother Teresa one a lot of people i think mother Teresa was much worse than gandhi i he was boning little girls i don't though. think he was i think he just slept with them well, he wanted to he didn't... test his right. Yeah, I guess. So he 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 did weird behavior, but I don't think he actually <laughs> did anything weird. You know what I mean? Like I you think he become actually... an attorney. Uh, there was weird behavior <laughs> allegedly, but he didn't actually act on. I things. have no attention span. I'd be a terrible attorney. I'm a great. I attorney. haven't figured out what I'd be good at yet. <laughs> I'm Me still too. looking for that. <laughs> I'm still waiting to grow up. I was really good at what I did for a long time, but I feel like I'm just not good at it anymore. I've always been a grass is greener person where mm -hmm. I'm like, no, 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 I should go do this. Oh, my God, I'd be great at this. And, like, it's almost 
this is not a humble brag, but it's almost annoying when you like doing more than one thing and you're kind of good at them. Because then you're like, oh, should I focus on writing? Should I focus on... That's it. That's all I can do. <laughs> That's the only thing. I'm... Never mind. I'm not good at everything. Just kidding. I can only write and I don't even do that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. It is. And yeah. It's just, and I think maybe like for me, like I've done the same thing for a long time and I'm just kind of burned out and I... It's, I'm, I'm at amazed. the age where people start their second career. So I'm, yeah, when people are like, I had spent seven years at Citibank, and I'm like, what? What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> when I tell people now that I've been doing what I do for almost twenty years, that's fucking bananas. Yes, not for the same company, but basically like building my career in the same Vein. arena. Yeah, for twenty years. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, I'm never. Time to do something different. I don't think I've only done done anything for twenty years straight, except like breathe. And even then, you have managed pretty to breathe sporadic. Years. <laughs> it's pretty touch and go sometimes. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't know. Keep what breathing. I do just when I grow whatever up. you do. What? Why do I gotta pick one thing? That's what sucks too. You don't. I think it's just like that. You get better at something if you do it for. No, my friends and I were talking about how we just be in school forever. Oh, like see, well, I thought about going back to school it? and oh. being a professor because then you can be in Wouldn't school forever. Wouldn't that be great? You can be in school forever and you get paid to be there, which would be amazing. Love it. But I'd have to go back and get a PhD, and I don't know if I have the energy for that. <sighs> you had to come up with, like, a fucking thesis and all that shit. Oh, I could I mean, do that's that. master's, too, but. I did that for my master's degree. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm, pants of pants. Humble brag. What are you, my master now? <laughs> I need my Tony Award. No, I would have 100 degrees. I would, yeah. I'd study all of the things. Mm-hmm. It would be so Art fun, history. Right? I'd be like a curator for a minute. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh. I only have a few areas of study well, that I are like the antiquities. The antiquities? I like the antiquities. <laughs> so I would do that for a you go. You could I go went to the curate Getty. at the Stackler branch of the Met. Exactly. <gasps> No, I went amazing. to the Getty Museum way too many times as a child because mm-hmm. that was my mom's favorite place. Not the new Getty, the old Getty that was like the Roman villa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was like her My parents room. didn't take me to the Getty. They took me to the Science Museum. Nice. And the Kids Museum. Kids Base. Yeah, and the Natural History Museum, which was so <gasps> fucking the awesome. Best. Yeah, it was such I'd a cool museum. I'd be a paleontologist for a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would totally do, would. Totally be an archaeologist. Yes. Marine biologist. Like every child. Which, you know, like I totally wanted to, I don't know, I want, I grew up around Marine Land, not SeaWorld, but we oh, did both. Do you remember version. Marine Land? Marine yes. Land was awesome because they had that giant tank you could swim with a fish in. It was fucking amazing. That. It was this giant horseshoe shaped tank okay. aquarium. It was huge. You brought your bathing suit? You brought a bathing it? suit and they would give you a mask and snorkel and fins. That sounds... And it was like all rays and nurse sharks and all kinds of like. Sounds like a disaster. Oh, I'm sure it was. For they the fish, up... not for you. Oh, yeah. No, it was terrible. For... And so many kids traipsing through there, month. swimming through. <laughs> yeah, dead fish floating around. But it was fucking awesome as a that kid. Like, nice. it was the most amazing thing in the world to be able to swim in the aquarium. Oh, great. Amazing. Way better than SeaWorld. But I always wanted to be an animal trainer. Like, oh, I want to work with the dolphins or the sea. 100%. Right? And then, but I always thought in my head that you had to be a marine biologist to do that. Obviously. But you, you don't. Should, you, you basically should. have to have a GED. I know, but <laughs> go, I don't want to believe that either. I know. It's, but now I know I'm glad I never did because. No, I want to be, I want to get into horrifying. falconry. I want to go to culinary school because no, no. that looks fucking no. dead. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. Just 
And you clearly Far have way more interest food? than me. That looks amazing. Yeah. I'm not that into food. I mean, I like to eat, but I'm not that into well, like, that's you're a vegan. it being fancy You're food. missing out on like 90% of the good things in the People world. People can make some pretty amazing vegan food. I'm sure they can. I just had some fucking pizza with almond ricotta uh -huh. on it. Where? From? Because I need True to go True Foods Kitchen. Oh, okay. Yes. My, work, my ex-work wife dragged me there. Oh, the one at Stanford? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I like that place. Yeah, it was, it was shady. For me, I was like, dates in my uh, cauliflower. This is crazy. Yeah. There's yeah. a place called Ma uh, Gracias Madre in the Mission. Oh. It's all vegan Mexican restaurant. It's fucking amazing. Whoa. Whoa. It's bedtime. Nighttime. <laughs> um, so I think we're done here. Yeah? I think I think we are done here. Uh, we are done I here. I think that's how you end an argument with someone. <laughs> I think we're done here. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day, sir. <laughs> Good day to that's, you. That's how you should end every argument. That's right. Um, we are going to end with reminding you that you can join us on the interwebs at yes. Just the Worst Pod on Facebook and Instagram at JTW Pod on Twitter. <laughs> we <laughs> would really appreciate it if you would follow, like, subscribe, listen, rate, review, share, all yeah, of those do things. Some stuff. Yeah, do some stuff. Help it us. It benefits out. us way more than it detracts from your day to do it. You know yeah, what I mean? like write a review takes like ten seconds. Mm -hmm. but it, it could change our lives. It could change our lives. <laughs> it will at least it's almost like make our us day. Morgan, but not. <laughs> it will make our day. Um, you can also help us out by becoming a patron on Patreon at mm -hmm. patreon.com forward slash Just the Worst Pod. Um, mm -hmm. You know, give us a little. We'll give you a lot. That's all. Oh I yeah, we give you so much. We did. We just got new stickers. You haven't even seen them. I Super. don't know. Everyone keeps posting all this new stuff that they're getting, and I'm like, I didn't even know that was our logo. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Where did this come from? I showed you the shirts. But there's the a shirts. but there's a just the worst like long. Yeah, but that's what's on the shirts, the new shirts that I did uh, show you. Oh yeah. So remember, you sent it back, and it was all black because I sent you a. <laughs> png and you're like That's i can't amazing. see this it's like it looks amazing yeah <laughs> and we have two very creative um new patrons uh that that signed up in the last week or so one is techomania oh <laughs> and the other is two dudes with do so thanks you guys whoa freaking awesome very you have cool. very creative names one day i might learn your actual oh actually i know two dudes with do's real name techo is being very secretive, secretive. he's a super secret Black I do know it's a man. I'm pretty sure it's a man. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, weird. now I... Hmm. Now I'm questioning everything. I don't know anything about this person. <laughs> God. We share so much of ourselves on this show, and yet we know so we're little just, about everybody else. lay ourselves bare. Come on, you guys. Get no. on our Facebook page and share some secrets. Get on our Facebook. That's Whoa. what I heard when you said it. You're like, get on our Facebook. <laughs> what am I talking about? Facebook people or Instagram, whatever. Just, you know reach out talk to us reach out and touch someone mm -hmm. yeah this is when we need to start having music as outros i can do that where we could play isn't there a get touch someone song <laughs> anyway you guys <laughs> have a great day bye love you call bye. me bye bye <laughs>